In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. I want you to take a trip with me today. We're not going around the world, we're going up into heaven. We're not going back in time, we're going forward into eternity. I want you to come go with me again in Revelation chapter 4 into the throne room of heaven. If I might say it this way, truly the Holy of Holies, the very presence of our God. Aren't you glad that the Lord Jesus Christ entered in for us there? Aren't you glad that when He entered in, He left the door open behind Him and He made a way so that we can come into His presence? We come into His presence in prayer. We come into His presence through the Word. Someday we're going to come into His presence personally and literally. We're going to see what John saw. We're going to be where John was. But for now, we must take our journey through eyes of faith Revelation chapter 4, we've been getting a view of the throne. Do you remember? We saw where the throne was. In verse number 2, the throne was set in heaven. We're not bound to earth, praise God. In verse number 3, we saw who sits on the throne. It's the God of, of justice and judgment, the God who is a consuming fire. Uh, then in verse number 3 and in verse number 4, we see what is around the throne. There's a rainbow around the throne and then there's a collection of these 24 elders representing the church, ruling with Him and worshiping the one who sits on the throne. And then when you come to verse number 5, we, we see what comes out of the throne. Lots of sights and sounds. Now, there are lightnings. There are thunderings. There are voices. We don't know all that this means, but it is just a revelation of the greatness and glory of our God. And then we saw what was before the throne. At the end of verse number 5, we see the Holy Spirit is there. Uh, these seven lamps representing the seven spirits of God or the complete work of God's Holy Spirit. His very presence is before the throne. And then in verse number 6, a sea of glass, perfectly still. In my mind, I'm thinking now of Jesus standing on the bow of that little boat on the Sea of Galilee saying, Peace be still. And the winds and the waves obeyed Him. Well, now He's ruling everything and there's perfect stillness on the sea. Uh, all of the tossing and turning, all of the ebb and flow is over. Now there's perfect unity, perfect union, perfect blessing. That's what the sea of glass, sea like crystal, the Bible says, before the throne represents. And then we continue our view of the throne today with what is in the midst of the throne. The Bible says in the rest of verse 6, And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. Now we're going to come back to these, to these pictures, uh, these four beasts and their faces and what they represent. But for now, uh, let me just point out that the angelic host is there. And they are viewing the Lord and they are also glorifying the Lord. In fact, in verse number 8, uh, these four beasts speak. What do they say? Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. 
That ought to sound familiar to you because in the book of Isaiah, when Isaiah saw his view of the throne, that is the same song that was sung there. This is the hymn of eternity. This is, this is the anthem of the ages, the holiness of our God, our thrice holy God, and then His power, Lord God Almighty, and then His eternality, which was and is and is to come. And so the angels are worshiping and they're praising. Don't you love the thought that in heaven someday the congregation will be made up of the angels, they'll be made up of the Old Testament saints, they'll be made up of the New Testament believers, the church represented here by the 24 elders, uh, but all will be glorifying one God. All will have a view of the throne. What a view it must be. And then, let me answer one final question about this throne. You remember I said to you that the throne was mentioned some 17 times here in chapter 4 and chapter 5. Now that's very significant. Soon we'll come to the, the seal judgments and the trumpet judgments. Soon we'll come to the tribulation. Soon we'll come to the judgment seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb. Soon we'll come to all of that. But for now, we pause at the throne. We must come first to the throne. Could I go back to this emphasis that revelation is not about revealing things to us or events to us or others to us. Revelation is about revealing God to us. God says, I want you to know me. I want you to know who I am. I want you to know what I'm like. I want you to come near to the throne. That's the amazing thing in Revelation 4 that John is allowed to approach the throne. It's only through grace that we come to the throne. But why does he begin at the throne? What is, what is the central message of this view of the throne? It is this. Before you can see God's glory and God's grace, you must first see God's government. You see, the throne in Scripture always represents the judge and lawgiver, the one who rules and overrules. It's a picture of God's perfect government. Now, we're living in a world of very imperfect governments. And we could debate personalities and policies. And we could talk about uh, certain things that we like and dislike. But let me tell you the one government that is perfect in every way. It is God's government. Uh, you'll remember at the beginning of the Old Testament, that's how Israel started as a theocracy, God ruling over them. Uh, that was the only time things were good Perfectly good was when God was the one making the decisions. Well, we're coming full circle back to that. Someday it will be a theocracy again. God will rule. And here we see a picture of the government of God. And the government of God causes us to fear, to tremble, to humble ourselves. And it is only then that we can experience the grace of God and enjoy the glory of God. You see, there's a beautiful parallel in Revelation to the... Uh, revelation Isaiah was given in the Old Testament. You remember in Isaiah chapter 6 that Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up upon his throne and his train filled the temple. He got a view first of the government of God, of God in his justness and God in his holiness. And he trembled at that. It brought him to a realization of his own sinfulness and his own need. And then later in the book of Isaiah, in Isaiah 53, he gets a glimpse of the Lamb of God. Do you remember that? So Isaiah shows us the throne, shows us the Lamb. Well, when you come to Revelation, oh, I love this. Revelation chapter 4, you see the throne. Revelation chapter 5, you see the Lamb. We must have both, God's government and God's grace. Uh, God's 
God's law and God's mercy. You see, the law is a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. A glimpse of God's holiness is the only thing that reveals our sinfulness and our great need of His grace and makes us to appreciate and worship the Lamb as He is worthy of. And so I want to say to you today, get a fresh glimpse of the throne. Read Revelation 4. No, read it on your knees. Read it in a quiet place. Read it aloud. And meditate today on the one who is sitting on the throne. Friend, you are going to see him someday. With your very eyes, you're going to see him. But you can see him today through the lens of Scripture and through the eyes of faith. Look afresh to the throne. And I tell you, when you get a glimpse of the one sitting on the throne, everything else just kind of fades into oblivion. Everyone else becomes very small because our God is very great. The King is coming. Look to the throne today. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.